I take one day off and the entire world explodes. I'm sorry, everyone. Welcome back to the channel, everybody. My name is Artie with CoinCasso, and this is Bitcoin Today. In this episode, we're going to talk about how the stock market dropped nearly 6% over the last 24 hours and how it affected Bitcoin. We're also going to discuss the mutual fund giant Vanguard and how they're introducing crypto into their portfolio. And the news that everybody's talking about, the multi-million dollar transaction fee on the Ethereum network. We also run over the top cryptocurrency prices every single day so that you guys can stay up to date on the pricing as well as a brief analysis on Bitcoin. Good morning, everybody. It is Friday, June 12th. Welcome back, everybody. And if you're new here, consider subscribing down below and ticking that notification bell to get notified every time we upload a new video. As always, the show is sponsored by the CoinCastle Cryptocurrency Exchange. So if you are unsatisfied with your current cryptocurrency exchange, consider checking out the link down below for a $35 signup bonus. All right, so let's cover the top cryptocurrency prices, then get into a brief analysis on Bitcoin. Bitcoin is currently at $9,364.86, down 5.3% from yesterday. Ethereum doing even worse, down 6.17% at $233.06. EOS doing the worst of the entire bunch, down 7.99% at $2.54. And Litecoin also tanked, down 6.48% at $43.63. Just a quick recap for everybody that's new here. Over the last year, I've been talking about this huge downward trend that we've been on. And since our March 12th drop in Bitcoin, we are on this nice upwards climb. Let's take it in a little bit closer and see exactly what's going around in this little cluster. Okay, so here we are at the bottom of March 12th, and we have this beautiful climb up. Right here is what I want to talk about the most. The reason I've drawn this line down the middle here is because it's hit so many points over the last year that this is like a nice average key resistance and support level over the last year. You can see here the bottom of the upwards channel and the top of the downwards channel here. Let's take it in even closer and see why and when it broke through this barrier. Okay, so when I left you guys yesterday, we were still in this upwards channel gaining momentum and then everything took a turn for the worst. We broke out of this ascending channel and dropped below that resistance point, but it immediately shot back up and that's where it's trading at currently. I'm extremely glad that it didn't go all the way down to this upper support level of this downwards trend. So if you're wondering what happened, why is the price of Bitcoin going down? It is because the stock market took a dump. We saw all markets across the board drop anywhere from five to seven percent. As you can see right here, the S&P 500 was sitting at about $3,212 on the 10th, and currently it's sitting at $3,000, meaning that in this short time span, it dropped $210. That's like 6.5%. For basically the global economy to drop 6.5% in 24 hours, something really, really bad is happening. And I just want to mention really quickly, the nice average volume for Bitcoin over a 24-hour time frame is about 22 to to 25 billion. Right now, if you look at coin market cap, we're sitting at 30 billion, which means there was a lot of volume in the selling direction. So pretty much across the board, the global stock markets over the last 24 hours have dropped 6%. And yesterday I took the day off. So obviously those two correlate. And the reason the market dropped is my fault. Now, probably nobody else on earth believes that. So let's jump into the news and find out exactly why the stock market dropped, causing Bitcoin to dump down. This first article is titled, Stocks Carnage Drags Bitcoin Down to 9,000. 
2000. Markets are taking the U.S. Federal Reserve's less-than-optimistic economic forecast quite hard, and that's leading crypto traders to hit the sell button. Bitcoin was trading around $9,258 as of 8 o'clock UTC, slipping 6.4% over the previous 24 hours. The previous day, Bitcoin was changing hands around 9890 then its prices began to decline, dipping as low as $9,049. The price is now well below the 10- and 50-day moving averages, which is a very bearish technical indicator. Traders are being confronted with a sea of red across almost every single asset class on Thursday. The Fed's Chair Jerome Powell's speech on the economy didn't inspire any optimism about the next few quarters. The virus and the forceful measures taken to control its spread have induced a sharp decline in economic activity and a surge in job losses. Now, I've discussed this topic weeks ago when I was talking about how the fact that everything's artificially inflating up. The market and the economy and all the indicators were showing a nice recovery since the coronavirus drop. But what most of the global population didn't take into account was the amount of jobs lost. In America alone, nearly 10 million people lost their jobs. Those people losing their jobs means they have no money. If they have no money, they cannot buy things. They cannot make their car payment. They cannot make their mortgage payment. They cannot pay for insurance. So basically 10 million people's income was taken out of the American economy, and yet everything was still going up. And now Jerome Powell from the Fed announcing that he's less than optimistic about the future of the economy over the next few quarters caused everybody in the markets to say, okay, this is the top, I'm gonna sell. And when the stock market goes down, everything gets affected, including cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin. The cool thing about the market is though, when everything drops down, that means everything's on sale. So investors are getting in at lower prices, which may cause the prices to go back up and we might see a nice recovery from this quick drop of six to 7%. Now you might be asking yourself, who is crazy enough to get in the market after we've had a steep decline? Financial professionals and mutual funds, as well as financial institutions are always looking for an opportunity to get a lower price. And when you have deep pockets, like all of the people that I just mentioned, their financial contribution can actually boost the market and actually cause it to go up. So let's jump into this second article because it covers just that. Mutual fund giant wraps phase one of digital asset-backed securities pilot. The mutual fund giant Vanguard has completed the first phase of a blockchain pilot to issue digital asset-backed securities. The Valley Forge-based investment manager worked in close collaboration with blockchain startup Symbiont, an unnamed US ABS issuer, BNY Mellon, and City and State Street. Vanguard modeled the full life cycle of an ABS settlement on blockchain in the pilot. Vanguard's end goal in the pilot is to improve the process of securities with blockchain. The decades-old Wall Street practice of repackaging loans into bonds sold to investors is one of the many firms that's trying to reimagine the blockchain technology. In March of this year, mortgage equity startup figures securitized $150 million in home equity loans. Vanguard and Symbiont have been working together to use blockchain technology in capital markets since December 2017. Vanguard hopes to see faster and more transparent and more automated markets because of this technology. Now, what does that all mean? Recently, Vanguard and Symbiont have been working together to create a trading platform. This trading platform will be based on the blockchain. 
and this trading platform is specifically for the Forex market, the largest market in the entire world. Daily in the Forex market, nearly $6 trillion exchanges hands. So basically Vanguard and Symbion are working together to create trading platforms for all securities, for all Forex markets, for all securities, all stocks, all exchanges globally. Now, why is this so important? Them working together, building these trading platforms built on blockchain technology is going to streamline absolutely everything. The reason blockchain technology is so important is because it's a ledger. Every single transaction, all of them, everything is recorded on this blockchain. This blockchain ledger is accessible by everyone on the entire planet at any time. Having a trading platform like this on the blockchain working globally means that all transactions, whether you live in Asia or America or Australia or Africa, everything can happen simultaneously and with less resistance. So currently they're in the pilot program, meaning that they're testing it and working on the bugs, but I'm very, very curious to see what's going to happen in the future with this. I will be following this very, very closely over the next few months. So if you want to stay updated, just keep watching the videos. I'll drop this in occasionally. And onto the last article of the day, the news that everybody's been talking about the multi-million dollar transaction fee on the Ethereum network. This article is titled Ethereum Whale Pays 5.2 Million in Fees for Two Mysterious Transfers, Totaling 82,000. Just before 10 o'clock UTC Wednesday, an unknown wallet holder sent 0.55 Ethereum, around $133, with a 10,666 Ethereum transaction fee, currently worth just under 2.6 million. The fee went to the Chinese mining group Sparkpool, which processed the transaction and may distribute the millions to its members. A normal transaction fee would likely be about 50 cents or so, but can be manually set higher by the sender if they want to push a transaction through more quickly. Around 4 o'clock UTC Thursday, the same address sent out another 350 Ether with another 10,668 Ethereum worth 2.6 million again in transaction fees. The block was mined by the Ether mine pool. The identities of both the sender and receiver are not yet known, but the sender has an Ethereum balance worth more than 11 million, even after spending 2.6 million in transaction fees. In comparison, the receiver's wallet is now empty, with past funds transferred out to other wallets. Strangely, the sender's wallet has been sending out transactions every minute in recent hours with attached fees worth less than a dollar. As such, it's possible the whale accidentally reversed the figures for its odd transaction. Both Sparkpool and Ethermine noticed the transactions and actually flagged them as being a mistake. They've both published that this transaction fee can be returned to the original transfer. This is opening up a lot of speculation because people are thinking that there was a bug in his system or a virus causing the transaction number and the fee number to be reversed. Maybe he wanted to transfer out 10,666 Ether and then pay a lower transaction, but instead the transaction was sent and the fee was charged as 10,666 Ether. Now there's a lot of people on the internet that do all the digging of different wallets and see transactions and trace everything. They're like the CSI of the crypto world. So I'm gonna do an update on this story coming up on Monday because there's gonna be more information on this. But I'd like to know your guys' opinion. Do you think this was a mistake or a virus or could it be money laundering? Let me know in the comments down below. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you got some value out of it. I hope you have an amazing weekend and I will see you back here on Monday.